The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Hello, Chicago. Chicago Popo Report is back. I know it's only been a week. Probably seems like about six months to most of you. Paul Cialino, Lupe Aguirre, WSAM 890. What's going on, Lupe? Most, it's most of use. Okay. Use? Use, use guys? Use guys. Use guys. <laughs> we start off the Doing most holiest great, week of the year, my friend. Oh, that's right. It's not Easter week. What week is it? It's uh, it's on behind you. It is the Masters week. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is the holiest it's week. It's do Thursday. not mess with Sunday on Masters week, okay? Exciting next that's four days. That's why we do this show on Saturday. Yeah. Because right. we're that's not going to let it interfere with the Masters tournament. That's the holy right. grail of golf. Yeah. So It's on... So how far who's who's leading? <sighs> Doesn't matter. It only matters who's leading on Sunday, okay? About five thirty, right. six o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That's right. The rest of that stuff is just a little drama leading up to it. That's right. Sort of like the show. A lot of drama leading up to it most days. What do we got today? It's what life's all about. Pal. Yeah, I, you know, Loop, I predicted uh last week uh we'd probably end up with about thirty five shootings by the end of the weekend. I was were, off. You were a couple two three I off. was off. We wound up with thirty three shootings. <laughs> right. But my favorite shooting, Loop. My the all the favorite of the year thus far is uh, family over on 69th and Sealy on the south side was having a little uh, reveal the sex party of a, a what do you call them? when you're having a baby, right? Like a baby shower. Everybody, it's a male or a female baby shower reveal party. Reveal party. You know, I'm used to HGTV DIY reveal, right? I see what color you're using in your bathroom, which generally is white or blue uh -huh. in most bathrooms these days. But uh, the reveal party in the South Side uh, got a little crazy. The bullets were flying. Yeah, a bunch of kids got shot. Yeah. The gangsters, man, I, I, gangsters, why are you shooting when little kids are about? I mean, can't, is there any discipline at all? Because right? they're cowards. They, they ran uh, towards, uh, they ran towards the kids for cover, you know? Unbelievable. Or, or they're grabbing kids and holding them while they're shooting. Might right? as well, might as well. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, I'm, this is what I'm in favor of public execution, okay? Not death penalty, public execution on the scene. We're getting all these babies shot. I mean, can you imagine your little six, seven-year-old kid gets shot, loses a liver, loses a kidney, intensive care for months and months, may never be the same. Never mind all the trauma this kid undergoes and what kind of life uh, he gets pegged for at that moment. Well, yeah. But uh, out of control, in the same, same list of characters every time. Outlaws, gangsters shooting at each other indiscriminately. Six fatally from uh, Friday afternoon through Sunday evening. Well, that's only because the paramedics are saving the other 30, 30, 30 29, okay? 29, yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the paramedics, you'd have 30 dead. Well, and we only have six. And we, and we, how do we even say that? We only had six get killed this weekend. I mean, and British, in Great Britain last year, I don't think they had six killed by gunshot. Yeah, because they're not wholly owned by the gun lobby. <laughs> We're not you know? wholly owned and by gun, the gun lobby. And gun manufacturers. <laughs> <clears throat> our political our political system, yeah, isn't isn't bought and paid oh for. My God, listen to you. By uh, Smith and Wesson. Okay, <laughs> that's why. Well, don't worry. The, the the appellate court on the West Coast just allowed the Sandy Hook parents to sue the gun manufacturer. So that will probably drive all the gun manufacturers out of the United States real quick. Then we'll have all our guns imported from, you know, Mexico or Romania or Puerto Rico. Oh, oh wait, that's the United States. My people need me jobs. That's right. Yeah, we'll be manufacturing our guns outside of the United States pretty soon. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, uh, it's, if, uh, if, they, if they're able to sue the gun manufacturers, it's going to happen fast. But in well, any event. They got the money to be uh, sued. We, we had 33 shot last weekend. Kind of well, I mean, kind of a normal weekend in Chicago. And we have our new mayor. Uh, who has not exactly said uh, she's going to keep Superintendent Johnson, man. Uh, At least through the summer. I'm going to keep through the summer. But uh, now, you know what? Our new mayor, she, she's got a lot of police experience. She sat on that police board. She knows the ins and outs of the police department. 
I'm sure like every mayor in the last thousand years thinks she knows better than the police on how to run the police, right? I don't think so. I think 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 she's open-minded about it. I think she's open-minded about it. I'll tell you what. I think she's going to let the police be the police. I'm leaving this guy alone, okay? For my money, best superintendent we've had in decades. Absolutely. Uh, He's out there. He's involved. He's working all the time, man. Man of the people. Man of the people. He is a man of the people. He's one of us. He comes from the neighborhoods. Uh, He's been out there. He's pretty open about his feelings, especially with regard to... uh, uh, mental health issues in the police, suicides. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. he's right out there, man. He's a very forward-thinking guy when you get right down to it. He's going to unveil a comprehensive and, uh, and summer you know plan also. And he's got skin in the game. He's got yeah. a kid on the job, mm-hmm. right? I like that. Young kid, yeah. That's right. He's got a kid still on the PP- job. So he, a PPO, yeah. So it's, uh, uh, it, but we're gonna, Mayor Munchkin, man, she's, she's going to uh, be about nine feet tall by the end of the summer, okay? Whoa, Paul Cialino <laughs> threw down the gauntlet. <laughs> I, I like her new mayor. I like yeah. her so far, right? Yeah. She hasn't done anything yet. That's probably why I like her. Give her about six months. I could really light her up. But yeah. uh, Mayor Munchkin is, gonna be, is, is, is one tough cookie, I think. It's not going to play. <laughs> well, Munchkins are delicious. I mean, Oh, stop. Okay, listen. They are. We're going to have to do something about the way the mayor dresses, though. She was at Sox Park the other day. <clears throat> I thought she was selling loose cigarettes for a minute. Okay, she did. She she is not a fashion plate. The, the new mayor, I gotta have is her. not dressing for success. She's not down at Dave Jovanes getting that uh, getting that new suit. All right, we gotta have her people talk to your people, Paul. About I, I tell you what, I'd be glad to be the uh, advisor for dress. Okay. I, I think I can help her a little bit. Day Jovanese. I mean, another I take plug. her right down to Day Jovanese. We'll put her in a nice suit, okay? She'll look sharp. Yeah. I mean, because she looked a little homeless at the Sox game the other day, man. She had jeans curled up and yeah. I don't know what kind of rubber boots. I thought she was duck hunting or something, not at a baseball game. She had a Sox jacket on. No, I like I like that part. She did have a Sox jacket. Yes, it was, it was about five five sizes too big, but I mean, yeah. It well, was listen, a that's not jacket. her fault. Stop it. Okay, stop it with the bad. Bad, bad jokes. Okay, <laughs> can't talk about that. No, no. But she's out. She's out at the ballpark. She threw a. She, she threw the, the ball, first ball pitch. Park, she threw right? the first pitch. Listen, uh, not Dale, a bad throw. The Dailies were Sox fans. Ron was a Cubs fan, sorta. And uh, Lori, man, she's she's throwing down for both teams. That's what you got to do. You're yeah. the mayor. That's the smart move. You got to be neutral. What do we got next, Luke? What are we doing? We better quit talking about the mayor before she comes down here and spanks us. Well, there was a lot of happen in the Mag Mile. Ooh, you don't little, mess with the Mag Mile, my friend. A little, little, little mayhem. Yeah, don't mess with uh, all the money going. Bro, you go down to that Mag Mile Avenue. in the summertime. There's a big uniform cop, usually about six three, about every eight feet. That's the most well protected piece of real estate in the United States in the summer. Hey, zero tolerance this year. Last zero year, zero tolerance always on no, the Mag Mile. No, last year, you know what they were doing last year, Paul. They were just um, gently uh, pushing everyone back into the train, you know, on the trains, on the red line. Get, get, get back get home. Red line and get on that red there. line and go back home. Yeah, and and, and yeah, why don't you like rob someone in the yeah, that's right. in the subway is, and beat somebody up on the train cars? You know, Lupe Aguirre's coming home from Rogers Park on that train. He don't want to deal with that nonsense. No, but they, no, they don't want any of that nonsense this year. No. I mean, no Mag Mile though, right? And I, McDonald's. McDonald's get police are living in McDonald's. Oh, did you see that video? I mean, that guy, I'll the off-duty, off-duty police officer. I, I, I thought he showed great restraint in not oh. lighting him up. Oh, my God. Because if you had been <clears> punching <throat> me in the head for a couple minutes like that, I, he might be a gunshot victim down there. We could do a whole segment on, on, that, on that scene alone, you know? We could, but we got to take a hard break now, my friend. We are going to take a break, Paul. Thanks for starting us off, as always. My nonviolent... Low-level partner low, in crime. Low-level low being the key. <laughs> as the Popo, as the <laughs> Chicago Popo Report gets underway here on a Saturday night, more to come, including six cops are honored for saving a man from Icy Lake, Michigan. Old guy shoots would-be intruder on yay, Northwest Side. Yay, I know you like yes, that, Paul. Yes, we love those stories. Yeah, and on Funky Crime and Punishment Time, if you're looking for the truth, just check your backyard, Paul. You'll find something. I'll explain that one. Okay, brother. And also... Crazy white people are loose again. They're always loose, my friend, all right? Okay, <laughs> we'll explain that one, too. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. Yo, Popo Nation, we're back. Paul Cialino, Lupe Aguirre, WLS AM 890 in Chicago. Hey, listen to the Chicago Popo Report on your Alexa device using the command Alexa. 
enable the WLS 890 skill, or anytime on command or demand. Is it demand or command? Demand. Both. You could command it or demand it. WLSAM.com. We're, we're uh, you know, after the show, they put us on the podcast. You can well, listen to that anytime you want, bro. 24-7. Well said, well said Paul. Working out, you know, driving that bike like Lance Jr. on the lakefront. <laughs> you know, you got your little skin tight. Lakefront Lances? Diaper on and everything, right? Lakefront Lances, yes. Yeah. Ripping and running, terrorizing everybody. Breaking collarbones, smashing in their skulls because they don't wear, well, wear helmets. Yeah. Oh, no, Lakefront Lance wears a helmet, my friend. Okay, they got the whole, all the uniform on. That's why I like golf. No helmets required. You don't need knee pads, right? All you need is a cigar and beer. You need a cigar, beer, and a golf cart. That's right. And, you know, the chicks who sell you stuff on the golf course, the beer cart girls. I got a buddy whose daughter used to do backflips. They'd give her 10 bucks for a backflip. The guy, she used to walk off the golf course the end of the day with about $300. <laughs> she was easy on the eyes doing those backflips, I got to tell you. Hey, you're uh, supporting her uh, college career. College, that's right. She went to college, got a master's degree, smart girl. What do we got next, Loop? Well, we were still talking about the uh, that dramatic uh, cell phone video of us. You remember that security guard yeah, in front of McDonald's, McDonald's on State Street yeah, in Chicago? Yeah, he was getting whipped on by a couple of young punks. He was getting beat on, yeah. and then he showed amazing restraint. He got, you know, he finally he pulled out, that pulled out his gun. Yeah. At nine, he had it pointed at him. The fight and was over with. They started squir they squirmed away, exactly. I'm not sure what led up to it or why they started pounding they just, on the guy. He's an older guy in his 50s. They just thought they could beat him up. But them older guys in their 50s are treacherous, my friend. They have that 9 millimeter. Well, I mean, he was wearing a security guard outfit. I mean, most security guards are armed. No respect. At least. No respect. They just, they just the don't outfit. care. They just don't care. Well, yeah, okay. they just don't care. They don't care because their daddy didn't whip that ass enough when they were younger at home. That's the problem. Security guard or not. Yeah, they just don't care. No. And they were also in a, in a yogurt shop. I mean... In a what? In a yogurt shop. They swarmed a yogurt shop. Okay. <laughs> how do you? How does one swarm a yogurt? Did they reach know. over and grab yogurt? Were they not paying for it? What were they doing in there? I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> what they were doing in a yogurt shop. But yeah, there was there was a little mayhem in a yogurt shop. And next now, thing you know, it'll be in the yoga studios, my friend. No. Yoga and yogurt alike is it? No. Is similar? No correlation. With a why? No Nothing. correlation whatsoever. <laughs> no. 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 And then Water Tower Place. They've got this whole. Uh, you can't, uh, if you're not accompanied by an adult yeah. on Fridays and Saturdays uh, uh -huh. after 4 p.m., yeah. you're not in, You're not getting allowed. You're not inside. You can't I, go inside. I think so that's kids, something the ACLU might be looking at pretty soon, don't you? No, it's... Uh, <laughs> the young young people have a, you know, they have credit cards and such, right? Mommy gives them a credit card, says go go shopping. Go shopping before, before 4 p.m. Do your Hell shopping before... I would have frozen over before my mother gave me a credit card and said go downtown and go shopping. If you're a teenager, so uh, is that under 18, 18 and 18? Under 18. Under 18, Let's say 17. Right? 17 and under, you, you got to be 18 being there by yourself. There you go. Without parental, you know, assistance. And they're guidance. Say, they're saying it's working. We'll see. Supervision. It's, it's working? The, 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 the summer the just, the summer just already, started. Huh? The summer just started. We know it's a little bit cold, but it has started. So it's starting to heat up everywhere. Paul, listen, we're, we we haven't gone through our third winter that we go through yet. It's not Easter, and, and really, it doesn't warm up in this town until after Easter. All right, look at look at the ball games; they've been playing in the thirties and forties already. Huh? Not baseball weather, bro. Thirties, forties. We're in our we're in the middle of our second winter right now. We don't have a spring in this town. It's, we have second winter. In my head, it warms up March first, Paul. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? You and nobody else is going to change that for me. Okay. Yeah, well, you better talk to Brant Miller. He'll tell you all about the weather. Okay. The winter gear. The winter gear gets put away March first. Okay, Brant. He's still wearing a heavy suit, man. I, wa I watch him every night on NBC. He's still got the heavy clothes on. Yeah. Brant knows. Lupe and Paul. No. Clueless. We, we we barely able to get ourselves down here for a show every week without without help without Becky sitting there staring daggers at us. No, no, no. The summer has started, and uh, let's see what's next, Paul. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know. what We got some monsters that did some heroic stuff, apparently, yeah, involving yeah. a dog. Dog stories are always good, for the most part, unless it's some pit bull gnawing on a three-year-old's face. Oh, yeah. I yeah. see I see Lake Michigan. Yeah, that's right. Did, did the boys jump in the water and sa save a pit bull? Or was it like a little... Poodle dog it was, it was or something. A, it was a nine-month-old nine American Eskimo mix. It wasn't even a purebred. You know, it was a, 
Her name was Pika. It was a Pika. Pika. P i k a. Yeah. Names her dog Pika. 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 I don't know. It sounds like a hamster name or something. It sounds like a dog name. Well, Pika. Yeah, well, well, the uh, the uh, the guy who. Um, well, yeah, I can't wait to hear his name. What 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 was his name? He jumped in the water to say Pika. Yeah, Eric Gale. So Pika jumps in. <laughs> he jumps in after her. Okay, yeah, that was a smart. Grabs move. her, yeah. throws her back on you know dry land or, uh-huh. or, or on the about snow. Two feet off. He's like knee high at this point. Or he's, what? he's waist deep. He's waist <laughs> oh, deep, and oh, he no. can't. It's so cold. He can't. He can't pull himself out. You know, pull himself he out. Can't get out waist deep. He, he can't get out. No, he was probably. Uh, this guy's a star. He probably needs right. to do yoga. He probably because that that, that 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 involves a lot of uh, the lower body strength. Was uh, deserted him? Is that what you're saying? It involves core strength. Core strength. Yeah. So you got to be gotta, planking and stuff at home exactly. with Pika underneath you. If he had the core strength, he would have been able to pull himself out of uh, waist deep icy uh, water. All right. So this sounds a little bit less heroic to me. Okay, he's in water up to his waist. Uh, the lovely Pika has been thrown ashore. And now six of our heroes in blue show up. No, Is you that for, what no, happens? no, no. But well, let's make it a little more dramatic. There's, <laughs> you forgot to mention the two foot. Uh, no, the uh, two foot ice walls above his head. Oh, okay. Ooh, so you got ice walls above friend. his head. Dangerous okay. ice walls. Well, I mean, what saved him was the mobile phone that he was apparently waterproof because if he's waist deep in water, he My pulls God, it out of this his pocket. Getting, it's getting worse. It's not getting better. Okay. I'm I'm in the lake and I'm able to use my mobile phone to save myself. Did he call nine one one on that mobile phone? Uh, y- yes, he did. Wow. He was yelling, you know, emergency, emergency, and then somebody spotted him, and then they, and somebody else uh, got the cops uh, to uh, come by, and then Are they laughing when they get there. Yeah, wait a minute. They're probably freezing their, you know, their cojones off. Well, they're out of the heated car, which they, we know they don't like doing. Okay, right? <laughs> they're actually. Uh oh, I got to interact with the public now. So the, the, then the heroism starts. They just <laughs> yeah, the magic takes you know, the place ma- at that moment, <laughs> exactly. right? They just run to danger. Run they, to did, danger. they ran to danger. Did they you get know. their feet wet? Uh, no, no, they didn't jump in. Ah! I mean, <laughs> <laughs> these guys are actually going to get medals for this, all right? Really? <laughs> There's two things important to cops: okay. where to eat and staying dry. That's right. Okay. Yes, yes. Unless it's like a supermodel jumping off the Brit- Lake Michigan Bridge about three in the morning, right? Yeah, that's an exception. Yes. There's yeah. always then an exception get, to the rule. You're going to get wet for that one. Oh, yeah, you'll but, take everything but off Eric, and jump But Eric, who's in. got his telephone in the hand and Pika on shore, you're not going to get wet for Eric, are you? No, not going to get. So they, they got a leash and they... They, they got they, a leash. They got a leash and they, they, like, uh, they did a whole human chain going, you know, grab, grab onto my belt and let's go get this guy out of the water. Let's go get this... You know, poor. I, I'm hoping somebody pulled out a phone and filmed this. This, this it is, big it is, it is, it is. It's on video. Yeah, it's on video, Paul. We're, we're going to have it at the awards ceremony. Absolutely. Now I'm going to here. We got guys running in the hails of gunfire, and we got these dudes running in the well, running up onto the shore and throwing a leash to a dude. This is what we're getting. This is we're giving awards out for this stuff now. It was we? ten below, Paul. Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was ten below. Ten below. It was Just chilly out at the start of the polar vortex. Yeah, there was a there was a chance that someone might frostbite on the ears or fingers or something, right? Yeah, well, this is a dangerous police work in this town, my friends. Okay. Yeah, and the Chicago Police Memorial Foundation they held a ceremony and they <laughs> they honor these <laughs> they six really guys. Did. Man. Did they, they, they did, did that. Man. No, tell yeah, me they didn't they do they that. Really? Absolutely. There was a Paul. ceremony. Absolutely, Paul. Must be a ceremony because we're talking about it on the Chicago Popo Report. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to take another break, Paul. When we come back, we're going to get to the, we're going to get to that old guy who shoots a would-be intruder on the That's northwest a story. side. Right? That's heroic stuff going on. That's what I'm talking about. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. See you in a few. Hi, Popo Nation. We're back. WLSAM 890 Chicago, Paul Cialino, Lupe Acquired, Chicago Popo Report with more exciting stories. Hopefully we'll get out of the lakefront for a little while. Lupe, what's next? What are you doing next? Got something a little bit more exciting? Or just regular run-of-the-mill mundane Chicago scam? Hey, when, hey guys, when you're on the road and you, you, you know, break down? get a little fender, get a little fender bender, a little auto accident, you know, property damage and these tow truck, tow truck drivers just show up you know, out, you know out of nowhere you know gangster looking types <laughs> tattooed tow, everywhere tow truck drivers, man. hey you want any you want me to tow your car yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> may never see it again but i'll tow it for you my friend
Just be careful. A lot of guys, I mean, they're very helpful. They help us out a lot. They, uh, they relocate, uh, vehicles, uh, off to the side, clean up. They even clean up the, uh, clean up the roadway. They've clean got up the, the glasses. They got big shovels. Yeah. They got the big brooms and got shovels to help us out. Heavy duty broom. Them tow truck guys whip that stuff right out, huh? You know, but a lot of them are scam artists. <laughs> don't say, don't tell me that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Yeah. Really? Be, so be careful when these gangsters show up and want to tow your car. You got to make sure they're well credentialed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because tow truck guys are known for walking around with serious ID hanging on their neck and that sort of thing, right? Hey, you got to call your insurance company <laughs> yeah. and have them get them to, uh, you know, give you a couple, couple, two, three choices and call them up. I'm not sure the Geico's going to give you two or three choices, okay, when you call. See if these guys are authorized. Get their yeah. Get their uh, get their ID. See if they're authorized to uh, if they're permitted, if they're licensed, and if they're authorized by your insurance company to uh, tow your car. You start asking tow truck guys if they're licensed and authorized. It, it usually leads to a beating. No, that, they that start squirming. Be- no, they start squirming. Police officers are usually they're usually they're usually on scene. So, and uh, we, uh, we 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 tend not to interfere. You, guys still, you, know? work, you still work accidents. Car accidents, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. You, st- you make the make the tow truck guys clean it up. Yeah, I bet you're not asking for credentials. Just got a broom, got a well, broom handle, handy. you know, yeah, <laughs> shovel maybe. You know, hey, don't get too don't get too pushy. So yeah. uh, when they're talking to the uh, the drivers, so we let them do their thing, and uh, and if you know if they don't want this, if you don't want the service, just let them know. But make sure they're uh, credentialed. That's right. I'll call Uncle Louie. Uncle Louie will come get me with his van. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, look at these two guys. I mean, uh, they were uh, the uh, they wore uniforms that bore the city seal. Thirty uh, year old John Twist and twenty eight year old Angel Camacho. Angel Camacho isn't he a fighter? Wasn't Angel Camacho a professional boxer? Yeah, it was a Camacho, but it was a long time ago, yeah. before my time, Paul. Yeah, long time ago, right? <laughs> Hector Macho Camacho. That's right. I knew there was a Camacho. I knew we had it. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you'd get this the Hispanic reference, my friend. I don't think there's a there's a relation attached, but uh, yeah, it's, he's a Camacho. He was a pretty good fighter too. He was a good fighter. Yeah. Well, listen, Felicity Hoffman went to court this week in New York. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Listen, that and, was Tuesday, wasn't that Tuesday? I think so. The newsies. While you, real, you would think she murdered thirteen people the way they're covering this story. No, while real athletes were, you know, <laughs> were playing the final, uh, were the final two teams playing yeah. the final four. Uh-huh. She was in, she was in court, you know. Yes, because her, she tried to get her. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she got more intention in the final two teams in the championship yeah. game. Okay, I think there was more news coverage of her doing a sort of prep walk, right? Prep That's, walk. What do they call it in New York? Perp walk. Perp right? walk. Perp walk in New York. Short for perpetrator. Hey, Felicity, are you going to jail? I love those questions when they're shouted out. And she she ignored them. A person who never missed a moment in front of a camera in her life, right? And now they're getting hit with money laundering charges. I think those are mandatory minimum, like prison time. Well, hey, Felicity, you're, what, you're watching those prison shows, some women prison shows? But you, you know, they hired a guy who went to jail, an ex ex felon, right? Who teaches people how to go do time. And I got to tell you, that's a good job if you can get it. You sit there with your nail file, and you got all these rich people sitting in front of your your bad school teacher desk you bought on sale for twenty bucks somewhere, and you're giving them advice on how to do time. Yeah, I, I, that should be filmed. That is, that's not work worthy, my friend. That's that would be compelling television. I mean, I never watched Desperate Housewives, so I didn't even know <laughs> who she at, was. I didn't there's know some she desperate was. people. Some of them Desperate Housewife husbands went to jail, I believe, for various scams and extortion rackets and IRS beefs. Here, here look, here her, her husband, William H Macy. He was also involved in this whole scam, and no, he's not getting any time. He's not involved. He's, he's smart. You know what he said? <laughs> hey, you handle that stuff. I don't want nothing to do with all that college nonsense. I'm shooting a TV show in Chicago called Shameless. Right? He he didn't get indicted. Bill Macy, he figured that stuff out early. He goes, hey, you want this kid to go to college? My, my advice, send her to the junior college down the road, okay? Lapoca Junior College out there and, you know, two miles down the road from UCLA. We could, we could buy her a dummy graduate certificate in 10 years. It'd be cheaper. Well, at least she said, Felicity Huffman, she said she's sorry. But I'm, she, oh, I'm she's sure she's sorry. only, she's she's only sorry, sorry she, she got, got caught. caught. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> 
She's sorry she got caught. Well, but, 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 well, look, well, hold on. Lori Laughlin, she she pled not guilty. Oh, Lori, bad move. She's the guy who was in jail. His advice was plead guilty and plead often. Okay. She's taking selfies in front of the courthouse. Uh, she's that's, that's not going to help. You know, <laughs> when they write that pre-sentencing investigation report, that is all not going to help her. So right? yeah, there's quite quite yeah. There's quite a, little, a dichotomy there. There's a little part called taking responsibility for your actions. I and, don't think she's going to get credit for that one. And throwing yourself at the mercy of the court, you know, hey, being humble. Joe Brodsky would not advise her to take selfies, I'm thinking, right? Joe Brodsky, what about uh, <laughs> what about R. Kelly's uh, lawyer? You hey, think he would advise Green, her to what, take selfies? Greeny would be taking selfies, but he wouldn't let her do it, okay? He'd, tuck, he'd take them for her. Well, let me tell you, if she got between him and the camera, she'd be an ex-client, all right? That's how that works. <laughs> there's, one, there's one star on this show, and it's not you, sweetheart. Get out of my way. And I have heard lawyers say that plainly in front of news crews. Hey, this is not your moment. It's my moment. Move. Yeah, no, not a bad move for Lori Hoff. Lori, well, Lori, Lori not taking the advice of the ex-felon. Not, not a smart move, my friend, okay? I love the next story, Luke. This is, this is hero This is right up worthy. your alley. This is where we give awards, okay? I got, got a 78-year-old guy sitting in his house minding his own business, which is... One of the tenants of our show, right? Mind your own business. You figure you're sitting in your house. You're minding your own business. Lives on the northwest side. Usually not a high crime area, right? Belmont Central neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there, what happens? A bunch of lunatics are trying to kick in his door. And he's a 2,600 block in North Merrimack in Belmont Central. Very nice area. So what our guy do? What our homeowner do? He pulled out his three fifty seven and he lit that door up. Not sure if he hit somebody, but he did see somebody limping, uh, you know, limping away. Limping is a good sign they got <laughs> hit. I bet there was a blood trail of some sort, too. But I read, what did I read? I read in the paper, someone said, well, you know, he should have waited till they got in the house before he shot him. Folks, once they're in the house, it's usually too late because they're going to be right on top of your old butt. Right. So, fire away. Let's just hope it's not the process server <laughs> serving you for that $82 credit card bill you've been ignoring for five years. Don't worry. The, the Castle Doctrine is, uh, you know, well in play here. Do we have Castle Doctrine in Chicago? We have Castle Doctrine, yeah. We could shoot through the door when they're kicking it in? <laughs> Someone's breaking into your house. I'm going to tell you. Your humble abode. Uh, my humble abode is well well. Uh, prepared for that eventuality, and, yes, and, and well manicured. You take, you take, you know, you, you, we, we, you take it. You take great care of it. Yeah. Actually, Gerardo takes good care of it. Oh, I, Gerardo, I, I, yeah, I just write him a check every week or so. Right? so you have nothing to do with it. No, not really. Uh, I was trying to give you props. <laughs> I but plant I guess, the flowers. I, I guess plant, I plant flowers. I plant the bulbs. Springtime bulbs are going in. Yeah, maybe tomorrow before the masters gets uh, into its full fledged final dramatic. You know, round. You're, you're all about Masters Sunday. We're all about uh, the Masters and Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is on Sunday. Comes back after you know two years or something. I think well, we got. I think we got to take another hard break, my we friend. We are going to take another break, Paul. So much crime, so little time. We'll see you back in a few, folks. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLSA May ninety. To Luke, where are you going? WSAM eight ninety Chicago to Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Guire, Paul Cialino. Try not to get shot, man. Hey, that's that's where you're running to. Try not to get shot because that old man just opened up with that three fifty seven through that cheap ass hollow door. <laughs> <laughs> Rounds were flying, babe. Yeah. And, and you know what? You're gonna hit that door. It's hard to miss the door when you're about two feet away from it. I'm sure he took some lessons down the road. I don't know, but he, uh, I'll tell you what, he avoided a tragedy, didn't he? Yeah. 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 We were talking about Game of Thrones is coming on, right? <laughs> Your favorite show that you've never watched? You Maybe the only person in America? Told you. There are people who like the Game of Thrones and people who have watched it but claim not to watch it. I only saw that first episode. We thought, yeah. I bet yeah. Becky watches it. Becky looks a little like Khaleesi, doesn't she? <laughs> Any dragons? Once in a while, Becky, we'll have a dragon following her around. It lights our ass up, okay? <laughs> yeah, folks, we're, we're, Paul Cialino's nerding out right we now. We have dragons. <laughs> we have dragons on the Chicago Popo Report, courtesy of Becky Khaleesi, okay? 
Don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds funny. <laughs> uh, it is funny. Okay, it's an inside joke. <laughs> Way inside. Liz is not going to find it too funny. Okay, but we find it funny. Hey, what did an Uber driver do? <laughs> well, you huh? you got to watch out for these Uber drivers. You know, yeah, you don't want to get you, man. You can't trust your Uber driver. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. You don't want to get Uber raped. You don't want to get Uber killed. Uber now raped, you're getting Uber. Uber now you're getting Uber burglarized. <laughs> okay, Uber's like an organized crime family, isn't it? I mean, we got we got, in the last two weeks we had an Uber murder. Oh wait, that was fake Uber though, right? Yeah, you got to watch out for the fake Ubers too. Yeah, okay, yeah. fake Uber murder. No, but there's, there's Uber murders. Well, he wasn't a... Well, I, there's been a few of those. Yeah, too, there's right? been a way few, yeah. And, and Uber rapes, right? Oh, yeah, a ton, a ton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, they, they need a PR person, don't, don't you think? And this dude, this is all on tape. I love it, right? Yeah. He takes, picks up the family at the house, yeah. takes them to the airport. Everybody's happy. We're going to Disney. We're having vacation. It's so good. And the Uber guy goes back and burglars the house. He's like, hey, no one's going to be home. No one's <laughs> home at their place, okay? And they're on a plane. I mean, that alarm could go off till the cows come home. I, I could empty the joint out. Perfect time. That dude ran out of pillowcases to carry the loot out of the house. <laughs> so, folks, here's, here's the... Uh, Chicago Popo report public announcement uh, PI what do they call it public what do they call it public Becker? service announcement public service announcement our PSA right if you have Uber pick you up right leave somebody back at the house for three or four hours just in or, case or tell you take a later flight out with maybe Lyft okay <laughs> or a cab a, a run in the mill yellow cab tell your Uber driver you have a big dog in the house <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's hungry and he's not going to eat for about two weeks so. If you know anyone that might want to burglarize their house, they're going to have to deal with the dog. And a really great security uh, system. Yeah, yeah. That, that's wired into the popo. Yeah, yeah. But, that's right. And, and, oh, by the way, I'm a retired chief of police. And so, you know, we would take personal offense if our house got burglared while we were gone. Just a point of information for the new driver, <laughs> whoever that may be. No, but this Uber clown who tried, who, who, who attempted, it was attempted burglary initially. He dropped off. He dropped off the family at the airport. He goes back, but he uh, he couldn't get in, so he goes next door. He breaks in next door. Oh, okay. It, it, and then they they have, they have security cams. You know, later on they're yeah. reviewing security cams, and they post the security cam footage online. And then they're like, "I recognize that guy. He was my Uber driver." Yes, that was an easy one, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I was just in that guy's car. What's he doing in my house? How'd he get in here? So I mean, listen, folks. Yeah, all these, uh, yeah, all these security cam, um, you know, all the security cam footage. It's being posted online, and everyone's looking at it. Uh, and even, <laughs> even <laughs> as a direct your neighbors who never watch TV are watching <laughs> that one, right? Uh, I mean, uh, this is the, uh, I mean, our police department, uh, the, the nerd center. Yeah, the nerd center, they they're watch plugged, all that stuff, they're right? Plugged in, they're plugged into residential uh, security cam uh, right. camps, mm -hmm. so they they've got direct footage. I mean, they back probably and got forth. direct footage of you in your living room doing things you probably shouldn't be doing too, <laughs> right? Yes, that's not a good good idea. I don't know. So, I don't know if I want the police plugged into my security system. So they are plugged in, people. I, I mean, they just call you up, right? And, hey, please come in and turn yourself in for that. That bad porn you've been watching for three days straight, okay? That's, it's owner-authorized. <laughs> it's got to be owner-authorized. I'm offended okay. by, by your activities <laughs> at home. No, but security footage pointed outdoors, not oh, outdoors, indoors. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard. Yeah, you're not going to watch porn outdoors. Yeah, you watch it indoors. you got to watch it indoors. Right. So and you, the nerd center would be watching you watch the porn, right? No, but you, the, <laughs> the cameras aren't pointed, well... I, I'm sure. I'm sure they're turned off when you're home. <laughs> but people got cameras in their houses all but over they, their house now, they, right? But they, I, when you're home, do you have them on? I don't have them on. Well, you don't turn them off. That's the problem. They're always on. Can you make, listen? We if we don't have a remote control, we're, we feel like we're disabled. Okay. In the old days, I used to have I the kids I, turn the channels for me. But yeah, hey, yeah, hey, every, everyone's watching Uber yeah, guys. Yeah, everybody watch, is watching, watching you. Okay, and they're watching you too. Watch. They're watching you watch yourself, right? That makes sense. Everybody's watching. Each, everybody's watching each other. Too many, uh, build a moat. Get yourself some alligators. Okay, it's a lot easier. Have you know, whistle up Khaleesi and the dragons. That that's the security system you need. Yeah, that's right. All right, and what? have a nine iron next to the front door in case somebody gets you know snappy with you when you open the door. I've got a baseball bat. Nine nice, iron nice works Louisville good Slugger. Bam. Yeah, Louisville Slugger. Mm -hmm. Watch yourself now because you're going to hit someone with that Louisville Slugger and they're going to come back, pull this tape, and you know the civil suit will be off and running. Yeah. All them legal skills you'll have will be put the test. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs>
I'll hit the sweet spot at the right moment. Oh, listen to you. <laughs> hey, Paul, let's go out to Elk Grove Village. Anything happening in Elk Grove? Well, here, there was uh, <laughs> these two uh, these two knuckleheads, uh, you know, alcohol was involved also. No, I'll you know. say it's not so. Yeah. Dion Moore, 36, looking at a minimum of 20 years for shooting his cousin. Ooh, Judge Goble out in Rolling Meadows. You know him? I don't know him. No. Never you, heard of him. You know all these judges, Paul. Come on. I don't know that one. It's Rolling Meadows, man. It's sort of like it's it's just part of Cook County, but really, it, you know, it's out there in Arlington Heights by the racetrack. It's a little sleepy courthouse for the most part. They have a murder about every three years out there, I think, they deal with. But Judge Goble, he wasn't buying the story the firearm went off accidentally, was he? Well, I mean, it's still here. He still has an argument, but is, you know... Does the judge buy the argument? I hit him in the head with a three fifty seven, which is a pretty heavy piece of artillery, my friend. Okay, it's like the size of a shoebox. I mean, generally, when you're hitting, yeah, when you're pistol whipping someone, it's in the, like in the movies. Whenever somebody gets pistol whipped in the movies, yeah, the gun never goes off. It's a nice, you know, right, good right. pop, pop, pop. But yeah, if you get your finger on the trigger, that's yeah. always a pro. See, it's always the a first problem. rule of sh- firearm safety is never put your finger on the trigger unless you're going to shoot the gun. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Ever. And if you're a bit inebriated, yeah, it's kind of hard to like have your you know full faculties on the fact that your your fingers on the trigger and your pistol whipping uh, your buddy. Young Dion Moore had his finger on the trigger apparently while he was pistol whipping his cousin, and it went off. But hey, he was found. He found him not guilty of personally discharging a firearm with intent to kill. I didn't know there was even such a charge. We don't have enough. Just getting shot isn't good enough. We got to have like the intent one in there too. I mean, there's a good, there, there's a great civil suit there. You know, there's there's uh, not only negligence, but there's reckless, well, reckless you, you behavior. You better hope there's a homeowner's policy involved, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lee, uh, Dion didn't have a personal insurance policy that covers this one from Hub or somebody, right? Chubb, Chubb. Chubb. Chubb Insurance. Chubb Insurance probably got a policy that covers these sort of issues. Oh, oh, but oh, I'm, yeah. pretty, I'm pretty sure Mr. Moore did not have the Chubb policy. Yeah, so when you're pistol whipping somebody, hey, hey make sure you're by accident. He didn't mean to do it. It was an accident. Well, and that's that's how accidents. He's still yeah. looking at twenty. That's no. a definition of an accident. He's at twenty. He's going to have to do eighteen and a half on that one, my friend. And that's uh, the end of that sad story. You don't want to. I, I, I sort of want to continue on. You want to continue talk, on? Talk about it a little bit more. Well, we we'd like to continue on, but we have to take another break. We've got to pay the bills, my friend. Make sure when you're doing a heavy night of drinking, make sure the gun is locked away because it might be a good good advice, Luke. You're gonna you're gonna get into an argument, and you're gonna you know you're gonna want to always do something. And what's the easiest thing to reach for? A gun. You're reaching for that piece. Put that piece away, the folks. The great equalizer. Right? Exactly. Yes. More great advice from the Chicago Pope Report, okay? That's what we're known we're for. We're going to take friend. another break. We'll see you in a bit here on WLS AM 890. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Chicago. Chicago Popo Report on the greatest Chicago radio station, the Big 89. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Saturday night. Warming up now, buddy. We're on to the second hour, yeah. I'm to turn the fan on in the old house because it's getting hot. Armpits are sweating. That's man. right, man. What's going on here? A little sweat going on. We need our girl from uh, New York and, uh, you know, sold to slightly use underwear and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was last week's story. Slightly used We covered underwear. criminal justice issues and other issues, apparently. Whatever strikes our fancy, right? Crime and no crime and things of interest, yeah. That's right. Well, hey, our next story, Innocence Project founder seek Conviction Integrity Unit. Now, these Conviction Integrity Units usually sit within the state's attorney's office that usually are the manufacturers of wrongful convictions. So I, I'm not quite sure how this all plays out. The one in Philadelphia is radical because they elected a former defense attorney down there to be a uh, lead prosecutor in, in, in Philadelphia, and he's turned the place upside down. And made everyone nuts uh, on both sides of the fence. And now, uh, actually, co-founder of the group uh, who who's cleared people out of Southern Illinois, Bill Clutter, a friend of mine, has called for it. He sent uh, our new attorney general a letter and say, hey, we need a conviction integrity unit. And the uh, new attorney general. You think he'll hook it up, no. Kwame? <laughs> no, not, not a chance, all right? Kwame's he, not for they, it. They said he was cool to the idea. <laughs> Kwame says, uh, yeah, we, we check ourselves. We don't need any help, which is nonsense, okay? Because, oh, by the way, the most wrongful convictions state in the union 
What what state do you think that might be? Illinois? Yeah, Illinois, number one with a bullet, my friend. It's always even, good to be number one, Not even one, a Paul. close number two. It's always good to and, be number one. And 98% of the wrong convictions come out of Cook County. <gasps> oh, yes, I know. Say it's not so, Paul. But, yes, it's true. 98% of them. I mean, there's a guy named Jamie Snow who got convicted down in Bloomington, which is one of the more outrageous uh, wrongful convictions. He's still sitting at Stateville rotting. While everybody plays games, not wanting to test DNA, not wanting to test this evidence, not wanting to do anything except Jamie Snow rot. I'm a little aggravated over that one. They need a conviction integrity unit down there in Bloomington. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ever since Fox and Friends took office, 70 convictions have been overturned. That's, yeah, that's let me tell you, she's doing the easy ones. Uh, easy uh, ones? Detective uh, Guevara and his crew are responsible for them, and then the... Uh, the uh, gang crime sergeant who went to federal prison, he's responsible for about 20, I think. So that those are easy ones. They're picking the low-hanging fruit, bro. They don't want to scratch the surface? No, they don't want to get into complicated ones, right? They, they don't want to get in the weeds. Yeah, they want to deal no. with the easy ones with the really uber-corrupt, uh, out-of-control officers who are easy targets. John Birch, mm-hmm. right? And God knows how many wrongful convictions are under his belt. But cl- Clutter's calling for it. It's not going to happen. Uh, be a good idea if it's managed right. If you got the right person running it, if he has real, he or she has real power to do real testing when they think it's uh, uh, called for. Uh, and I can guarantee you, our friends over at the FOP would hate the idea mm-hmm. because they never make a mistake. Just ask them. Right? <laughs> you, you're probably <laughs> the wrong him, I'll guy get to on ask. The, I'll get him on the horn right now. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, they, you, they hear your name. They're going to hang up the phone, all right? Hey, They're not talking to you. Hey, angry white guy. Let me yeah. ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, they all are angry white men over there at the FOP. And apparently big steak eaters because I see a lot of triple necks at press conferences, okay? <laughs> Trying to figure out where the first one begins and ends. But uh, they're well-fed, well-fed angry white men at the FOP. Ah, moving right along. Let's go. Let's go across the pond, Paul. Uh, bro, I love this story. I found this guy's story. a rock star and he's getting uh, a raw deal. This is what me? this is what you're supposed to be doing when you're a public servant, man, when you're in a, a first responder. What what's your main job? Saving lives, right? And this Rest. is about a Spanish fireman. It's from Spain, folks, okay? Not not a Spanish guy that works out of the, you know, on the south side of Chicago. This is a real Spanish guy working out of Spain. And what did he do, Loop? What was his big crime? Miguel Rodan. Well, listen, you're rescuing migrants at sea. Yep. I mean, and they're flipping you around and saying you're aiding human traffickers. <laughs> I love I this. I mean, come on. The people are drowning, starving to death. Boats are falling apart. And our boy Miguel gets out there and he's trying to save lives, right? You're just trying to save lives. He don't care if you got a passport, right? There's, he don't yeah. care if you're a political prisoner. He don't care if you're a drug smuggler, frankly, right? He's trying to save your life. That's his... Immediate and only goal. Uh, all the rest of the stuff is nonsense that he's not concerned with. That's the only thing you're thinking of, exactly. But and we, we've seen this happen off the coast of Greece where, where the Syrian refugees especially are coming in by the hundreds, if not thousands. And, and the Greek Coast Guard and the Greek Navy are taxed way over what their capabilities are. And they're trying to pull these people out of the ocean and save their life, and then figure out how to feed them and house them afterwards, right? Yeah. And and by and large, these people are not problem children. They're just refugees. Yeah, it's a huge you know. humanitarian dilemma. And right. And and same thing with Miguel Rodan. He's out there trying to save some lives, right? And he's going and what out. happened to him? They locked him. They, they arrest him. He's a 32-year-old firefighter well, from the southern city. Pronounce that for me, Luke. Magala? Magala, yeah. Magala. Right, Magalga, Mag- Mag- Magalag. Been with the Seville City Hill Fire Department since 2013. Man, I mean, this this is a guy who's out there just trying to save lives, and his government didn't like it. And he's trying to save lives while well, well, he's on vacation too. He's on vacation. He's out saving, saving lives. lives. Right? This is, not, this okay. is a, not exactly a troublemaker, is it? You know, Miguel Miguel is like I was put on this earth to help people. He took he took 20 days. Uh, started working with a uh, with an NGO. And uh, personally rescued five thousand people. Man, and then- I got to tell you that that is heroic stuff, right? And, and I think at the end of the day, our our first obligation is the preservation of human life, right? I mean, that that's what we should be worried about. That's yeah. what we should be doing. I don't care about the, all the rest of it. You're not thinking I, I, about political affiliations. I, you're not thinking I, about you know whether you're a bad guy if, or, if you're bad, or not we'll a bad guy. You, okay, but I want first thing we got to do is save your life, right? All right. And this guy's been saving all kinds of lives. And for his trouble, 
Uh, he's going to lose his job. They've arrested him, and it just it's never ending. So I mean, Chicago may have problems, but Spain's got a few apparently too. Well, it's being tried. Well, the uh, the Italians are the ones that are uh, <laughs> yeah. they're the ones that are are upset with him. You know, doing his uh, Italians doing his heroic work. The Spanish firemen. I mean, I, 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 having been to Italy, I got to tell you, the Italians got a lot more problems than the Spanish firemen saving lives off the coast of Italy. They have a policy. Of, they have a policy of harassing NGOs too. You know? I don't care. Save the life, okay? And then we'll worry about the rest of it later. Hey, so we'll be we'll, well be, hey, we'll look, be keeping up to date. Remember the, our doctor? Well, he was sort of a doctor, David Dale, right? He got dragged off the plane in Chicago by two uh, Department of Aviation police officers. Oh, the crybaby on the plane. The crybaby. He wouldn't oh, yeah. leave the plane, so they dragged him off the plane. Yeah. By the way, I don't have a problem with that. It, how are you supposed to get him off the plane if you don't want to come voluntarily? Well, I'm, you, sure, you they, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure they reversed that policy because it didn't really. It, it, <laughs> it was on videotape. It was, it was <laughs> ugly, but it was kind of it's kind of humorous, right? Why did they pick the Chinese guy? The Chinese guy was yeah. told to get off the plane. He was easy pickings. Why didn't, no, no, what no, no, about no. the next they, guy? They, 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 he didn't want to get off the plane because it was inconvenient. Is there a clear policy? In place. Well, I know what. The Chinese you know? guy got paid for getting dragged off the plane. He got paid well. But he says, hey, he's got no hard feelings about the whole thing. I, I was, and he shouldn't be because he got paid more money than he ever made legitimately. Uh, this guy's a doctor. He was, uh, uh, he was, go- he was, he was a dependent license doctor, maybe. He, he, was going to Ken- he was going to Kentucky to uh, start up you know, uh, a clinic for, uh, was it first? For, yeah, uh, what kind of clinic was he starting? A free clinic for U.S. veterans, Paul. Right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I believe that. All right, not in this There's life. There's no truth to that. That none, zero. Okay, absolutely no truth to that one. This guy's getting way more airtime than he, he deserves. He said he's not angry, man, and he got paid. I think uh, one of the big PI firms in Chicago settled that case in like nine and a half days. Was this was the, was the amount was the amount disclosed? Seven figures. It was yeah. over a million bucks. For getting dragged off the plane. Please drag me off my next flight, folks, okay? Not a bad payday. I, I, I will fight. I will cry for TV. I will. You could drag my fat ass right down the aisle, everyone laughing at me, and I will cry and blubber. And just write me that check when I'm done. Because my 401k is not looking too good, my friend, okay? I got to tell you. No. I, I, it needs some infusion, serious infusion quick, if I'm ever going to retire and not eat cat food. On that note, we're going to take another break, Paul. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSM 890. All right, peeps. Chicago Popo Report back Saturday night, WSAM 890. Hey, folks. You want to listen to us easy? All you got to do, listen to Chicago Popo Report on your Alexa device using command Alexa. Enable the WLS 890 skill. Or anytime on WLSAM.com. Lupe, what, what do we got next? This is your segment, my friend. You're going to go with it. You don't have to tell me it's my <laughs> segment. <laughs> Every time it's my segment. <laughs> sure, but yeah. hey, we're going to switch gears a little bit, okay? okay. Going right. down yeah. to our Ansys Pass, Texas. You ever been down there? I have not. I've never heard of it. Over by there by Corpus Christi. You know where Selena was born? She, uh, she made her name. You know, the uh, famous Tejano singer. Who died tragically in the mid 1990s? I'm sure you heard of her, right, Paul? <laughs> Thought so. So uh, yeah, there was a there was a. <laughs> be careful there, Paul. There was a Texas study that showed a majority of interactions with officers uh, they just end in conversations. Okay, you know nothing bad really happens. Okay, it was a 12 month study. You know, and uh, there was no correlation between you know the interaction and certain outcomes. Or maybe they're, or maybe they just failed to see it. But here's my question, Paul. This is a small sample size. But here, here's what, there a question in there. Here's, a, here's, here's yeah. the deal. It's it's a small town. Yes. About nine thousand people, nine to ten thousand people. How many cops usually patrol? Yeah, like six. Like five, exactly. Yeah, right, right. And two of them are in the station. And they probably all know each other. They're probably all related. Yeah, they're probably watching the Masters in the station. At least two of them this week, right? The Masters, well, on Saturday at 7 to 9? No, I don't think they're watching the That's Masters. Just, they're watching the highlights. They're watching the highlights. On the golf channel, watching the highlights. That's what they're doing. But but the point being, your point is that not a lot of interaction in any event, right? I mean, there's a lot of truth to it. I mean, here, uh, you all know my interactions with people, great outcomes. I grabbed that story thinking of you. I really did, because I'm, I'm thinking most of the time people dealing with you, it's a positive 
uh, positive, positive community, thing, right? Positive community interaction. Exactly. Yes, exactly. I mean, they come out of it with a good taste in their mouth. They're not pissed off at the world. They're not ready to fight, shoot, stab. Right. Yeah. But but and I would say most cops, popo, right? Most of the popo out there. They're out there making friends for the most part. It's only when you get surly and nasty and want to fight and roll around in the gravel with them that uh, problems start to happen and, most of the time. And it is true. We do tend to start off the interaction. We do initiate the contact because regular old Joe Schmo and, you know. Well, you're getting called, right? And someone dials 911 and you show up, right? Because, you know, well, Junior you- was beating the hell out of mommy. Right? Well, when so, you're not even done on a call, when you're going, yeah. when you're getting a coffee, when you're just doing a, a walk down the street or whatever. I mean, when you're coming from a job, you know, people aren't really going to come up to you unless there's something wrong. So it's up to you to initiate that contact. Just the hello. What's going on? Yeah, you're, you're out what's there to up? make friends, aren't you, Luke? What's up? You know, if it, make some friends out if there. If a little kid's, if a little kid's out there, you want to, you know, shake his hand and, right. you know, make sure you take care of your mom and dad and. But not a Joe Biden shake. You don't want to shake it too long. You don't want to hang on to that hand too long, do you? Joe Biden shake, no. <laughs> you don't want to be hugging on the kid or anything, right? Just, hey, how you doing? No. That's usually good enough, isn't it? Well, he'd probably be doing it to the mom, but no. Yeah, no. the mom or the sister, right? Yeah. Come here, baby. Yeah. Come here. Let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> no, but I, I, it's a good story because I think most interactions with the popo end up uh, pretty good, right? I mean, 90... Five percent of the time, it's it's not a it's not a bad thing. Hey, listen, we interact with two to three percent of the population. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, okay, ninety five percent of that two three percent are bad. It's population. usually bad. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, bad. Right. Yeah, bad interactions. So, uh, so beefs are going to happen, right? But uh, but with the general public, with the law abiding general public, the, the the experience with the popo is generally a positive one. And there's yeah. usually great feedback. Yes, usually positive like, feedback. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> Yeah, let me, you're in a store, let me, yeah. hey, what are you guys doing? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Can I buy can, you? Can I buy you a turkey sandwich I, today? Can huh? I buy you that donut you're about to stuff in your mouth? I mean, <laughs> that you're going to get for free, but I'll buy for it, pay for it. No, anyway, we actually, right? you, have to, you have to pay for your donuts. You got to pay for donuts? Yeah. Don't, yeah. What's the world coming the to? The coffee, with? That's, that's free. Hey, look, what's the next segment? What are we up to? Oh, I think it's Funky Crown ah, Punishment time, there we Paul. Go. I know that. That's your favorite, isn't oh, it? Oh, my God. I, oh, this is, these are, these are the best. These are the best, Paul. Some fucking crime. I'll let you. I'll let you start it off, Luke. No, no, Paul. This is fifteen. Are you sure? This is odd. <laughs> this is an odd number. This is an odd number. I mean, fear of talking too much. We'll, t- we'll do number we'll fifteen. Do, right? We'll do a little give and take. What happened? A man unearthed a body in his childhood home. It was his mom. Whoops. Was that a big surprise? No. <laughs> his mom turned up missing years before. Dad said, "Oh, you know, mom went out when he was three. When coffee, he was three, and she never came back. Sorry. All right." It looks like bologna sandwiches for lunch for the next uh, millennium because mom is gone. But mom didn't go out for cigarettes or coffee, did she? Uh, no, she didn't. And Luke, where did this happen at? It, it happened, I don't know, Florida? Yes, yes, in Jacksonville. Which yeah. is northern Florida. Usually they manage to stay out of most of the Florida type stuff, but not in this case. Dad uh, smoked mom. And then uh, buried her in the backyard. How old was this kid? About three, correct? The kid was very young when it happened, right? Mom went missing in January of 93. And, of course, uh, she was never found until, of course, uh, they're charging the husband now with second-degree murder. I don't know how to do the second-degree thing. He clearly wanted to kill her. But in any event, uh, the discovery led officials to arrest her then-husband, Michael Haim, and charge him with second-degree murder. And, uh, the truth was always out there, but it was buried in the backyard, the assistant state's attorney said. I would have won a backyard. I'd probably, if I'm the Pope on this case, I'd have been looking in that backyard back in 93. Did they have uh, cadaver dogs back in 93? Uh, I'm sure they did. Then well, how the hell did this body... Oh, did, Jacksonville I mean, are you kidding me? They may not have had a cadaver dog, or no one suspected or the guy knew somebody, and no one wanted when to you mess bury, with him. When you bury someone, uh, it's kind of hard to, you know, unless months go by right. well, to you not re- see, you know, reported disturb, her missing pretty disturb, quick, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, and he said, you know, she wasn't happy. She just wanted to leave. That's what he told the local media outlet then. She was unhappy. She's really unhappy now, buried in the backyard, but... But prior to that, she was unhappy and just wanted to leave. He he just expedited the unhappiness, didn't he? Put her out of her misery, sort of like you do to a rabbit dog. Oops, it's a wife. You can't do that, can you? 
and apparently the uh, the son Aaron Aaron Fraser he saw this all happen. He he's said got, that he got, told got, the popo that daddy shot mommy. Yeah, daddy couldn't wake her up after he shot her. <laughs> I mean, how much? How much? How much? That's compelling evidence from a three year old. How could they not? Well, like, you know, up? I, we, you have a three year old, right? Yeah, he's bright. I mean, yeah, yeah. he 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 tells mommy every he tells mommy yeah. everything you know that we're he in doesn't North Florida. Lo- they're not that bright, okay? I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> they're not like Max, okay? Max will narc you out in a minute. Oh, he narks me out in a minute. That's exactly. Right. I'd never do anything wrong. Yeah, you can't because he's going to tell his mom. Ava, Ava's going to hear about it quick, and quick. she believes him. Oh, every, sure, she. Sure. Every they, time. They always believe the children over to dad, okay? <laughs> I got I to watch myself. You're a donor, my friend, okay? I hate to tell you this, okay? But we're all fathers. We're, we're donors. We give I can't, our, our wife's children, and then they, they have not much use for us. When I'm eating something juicy, and I got and I have a, and I have a, and I want to lick my fingers, he, he oh, tells on me. Yes. You can't lick your fingers inside the Aguirre house, okay? That's, that's, that's a pretty bad, tough rule, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's actually. <laughs> and if you do, yeah, Max is going to knock you out, isn't he? She calls it the Aguirre curse, because we like to lick our fingers. <laughs> <sighs> My God. If that's the worst curse she's going to have to deal with, she she should sign up for a few more of those, okay? Yeah. yeah. You know, you, could, you, could, you just got to watch out. Germs. Well, anyways, all wells that end well. We got mommy got dug up, uh, and daddy got charged, and the kid who said daddy shot mommy was right all along, wasn't he? That's right, Paul. We're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to you know talk about the Detroit police, all right? We like Detroit. Detroit police. Yeah, well, not everybody likes Detroit police. Or Detroit. Not saying the police. All right, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSM 890. This is it, folks. This is what you've been waiting for. A climax segment coming up. Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. Lupe Guire, Paul Cialino. Folks, listen. You could listen to the Chicago Popo Report on your Alexa device using command Alexa. Enable a WLS 890 skill or anytime on demand at WLSAM.com. Loop. Love this story. Bradenton, Florida. That's your brother. That's your that's your cue. You're talking about Mr. Mustafa. He wanted to climax on. But... Mr. Mustafa, man. He's a star. I want to hire him in my new store. I mean, you've had a couple of side jobs when you were 25, right? I had them boring midnight jobs. I get it. I understand. You no, know, you're yes. working with you're working with whoever. You know, a hottie or or at whatever. At the 7-Eleven. I never had the pleasure or honor of working at the 7-Eleven, okay? But uh thought about robbing there's a few lot, when I was younger, but I never worked at one. There's a lot of downtime. There's you know, a lot of you downtime. Get, you get bored, you know, and you strike up a conversation with your coworker. And what what, what else would come out of your mouth then? Hey, let me pull my pants down. And if you're really bored, maybe you, you want to handle this here for me, okay? That's a perfectly uh, normal That's a conversation. That's into that <laughs> act. Yes? No? <laughs> that, uh, apparently our guy Demaray thought it was. Mustafa Demaray. We're going to Southern Lemon in Bradenton, Bradenton, Florida, peeps. This is this makes you put you on the map down there in Bradenton. I've spent a lot of time in that town. This is even a little freaky for them. It's called Mustafa Dummy Ray. <laughs> it should be Dummy Ray, okay? Because he got himself arrested for it, didn't he? Because uh, he exposed himself and Just a hey, little misdemeanor charge. He said, "Hey, the woman gave me a look, you know, when I pulled my pants on. I thought it was okay. I get that look all the time, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yoga, right? At yoga, you get it when you say." dog woman you get the look don't you they look back over their shoulder no yeah. but you got to control those impulses guys i mean you, you know. think uh, 7-eleven uh the 7-eleven's still there though with or without the beret 7-elevens never go did the woman keep her job the people inside go the, the, the alleged victim go. in this case keep her job the, the alleged victim yes uh probably I'm, I'm no. imagine there's some civil lawyer involved right now <laughs> filing a lawsuit down there in Bradenton. Let's move on, Luke, because it is the last segment. We got to heat you up, not cool you down. <laughs> hey, another crazy white lady threatens to call ice on the Mexicans. How about that, Paul? Can you imagine that happening today in today's culture in our our America? And Taco Truck Tammy speaks out. <laughs> Taco Truck Tammy. There's so many. Things you could do with that name, Taco Truck Tammy. You know, it's a residential neighborhood. You're like just fish trying to... tacos today, sir? No, I don't no. think I'll have the fish tacos. <laughs> no. You think she has a point? I mean, what's a taco truck doing in a residential neighborhood? Uh, it's outrageous, my friend, that a taco truck would pull up into a, your fine residential neighborhood. I mean... Says 
chubby little fat white girl. Who okay? doesn't like tacos? Who's got the phone out? I wish the taco truck would 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 pull up to my driveway every day. By the look of our little chubette, you would think she loved tacos. A whole bunch of them, maybe by the dozen. And she apparently she had a problem with but, it though. But she turned racist, didn't she, my friend? Oh. She got a little racist on this one. You can't do that. You can't do it because why? Taco Tammy was a she's a citizen, man. She's not illegal. You go ahead, witch. Call call ice on me. And it's always the case, Paul. I mean And, and the chick this is outside of Dallas, okay? And they are a little nutty in Texas. It gets hot there. There's long summer, hundred degrees every day, and I, I just think of the heat from last summer just finally got to this crazy white girl. Dallas is Dallas is a great town. I mean, people in there are, you know. <laughs> Chubby Valerie said she was scared for her safety with the taco truck in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, taco trucks just bring all kinds of crime with them, Luke. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a gate. It's a the gateway taco. It's, it's a gateway taco with bad things. Bad things happen right, right afterwards, yeah. And, and she'll call ICE. Is there even a number you could call ICE? I mean, does ICE show up like the Popo? They don't show up like the Popo, right? Uh, it's 911 ICE. 911 ICE? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's a nine one. ICE has their own nine one one number. They do not. Well, maybe in Texas they do. I don't know. I can't. I can't recall the last time I had to call an ICE officer. But, but Valerie, the Chubbett white girl, says oh, ice hey, cream, but not I'm, ice. I'm calling ICE. They get the taco truck out of my neighborhood. Everyone's emboldened to call ICE whenever a minority does something you know perceived to be wrong. Yeah, I got you bad news, folks. I got bad news. There's a lot of minorities in this country. I mean, and they're probably getting ready to outnumber the white man. All right. And so you can't call ICE every time you run into somebody who's got a little bit darker skin than you. And ICE won't come out, number one, right? Number two, it's, it's kind of a racist card to play. I think Donald Trump will come out before ICE comes out on these. He probably would come out. It's on his <laughs> Twitter feed. He might show up, okay? You think, you think ta Taco Truck Tammy beats out Barbecue Becky? Taco Truck Tammy is or, going to be hot. I bet Taco Truck Tammy could park that damn truck anywhere she wants to make money now. Remember Barbecue Betty? Becky? I, I do remember Barbecue Becky. <laughs> She's the woman who called police on a group of black people having a cookout. That That's just outrageous. What about Permit Patty? Remember Permit Patty? Permit Patty. Wasn't she in a park or something? She called police to report a child selling bottles of water to raise money for a trip. That's that's so that's wrong. That's Permit Patty. Permit oh, Patty? What about Cornerstone Caroline? Remember who she was? You've been doing research on this one, man, because I'm not seeing any of these notes, but I'm, I'm getting to like this segment a lot, all right? She because, falsely... Because, hey, you're doing most of the talking, so I just got to laugh she's appropriately. An, she's another woman who falsely accused a nine-year-old of sexually assaulting her at a store in New York. Oh, I remember that one. Wasn't she a former cop? Cornerstone Caroline. She was a whack... Was in North Carolina? She's a whack job. North Carolina? Yeah. It was in New York. I think, you know, it's New York, yeah. Store in New York. I, I remember that video vividly, right? <laughs> she couldn't pay anybody to sexually assault her, okay? Never mind a nine-year-old. <laughs> right, exactly. I, I mean, listen, this exactly. chick had no game, none. No, no she had game. nothing going no, at all. She was in the negative. Khaleesi would turn the dragon loose on her just because she offends <laughs> her eyesight in general, okay? <laughs> My Game of Thrones reference once again, yes. So, yes, another she, she another did. another crazy white woman has become a hashtag. We we should we should get crazywhitewoman.com. I'm telling you right now, we should <laughs> buy it and sure trademark it. Okay? I'm sure it's taken. And we, sure could do, it's hey, we could do a whole show on crazy white women. Crazy white women. The first two would be women I was married to at one time. We could put them <laughs> on, right? They'd start off the show. We'd just let them talk and everybody would go, definitely crazy white women, okay? <laughs> We could sell the t-shirts with, you know, Paul, images I, of I them could, all, I rotating. Could, were they crazy white women before you met them or, or after you? They, they became, would say, they, they became. They, well, yeah, they would accuse you, you me of causing them. that you problem. But them. the fact is, I did not cause any of that, okay? I'm, I am absolutely innocent. I would, I would have to, you know, right? scratch the surface on that you one. You don't want to scratch that surface, my friend, okay? It's just like toxic underneath it, all right? I got a whole wing at the Daily Center for the vials on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had three judges retire after going through those cases. They were like, enough of this, Celio. They became Every crazy time. white men. That's right. Yeah, crazy white men listening to the crazy white, white women, women on witnesses. I just had to sit there and not say much in it all, right? I didn't have to deny any of the allegations. Go, Judge, see what I mean? <laughs> see what happens? Huh? You'd be down here too, my friend. Oh, man. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, well, we, we got any more stories left? Because we got a, a minute and a half to burn for the Popo report. 
Well, we got a robot vacuum cleaner. Who, a robot uh, vacuum cleaner. Who was accused of home invasion <laughs> down in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> it's up, up. Up in Portland, Oregon. Up in Portland. It's northwest of here. Up by there. So, up by there, yes. So, yeah, there was, a, there was a housekeeper who heard something in the room. and it's a possible home invasion oh, of the Portland PD, though. We got to call the Popo, and they come in and save the day. Oh, no, it's just the vacuum It was a house cleaner. sitter in Cedar Hills, a nice area outside of Portland called 911 said someone's inside the bedroom. Right? Yeah. Bathroom. Bathroom. Someone's inside the bathroom. bathroom. I have one of those robotic vacuum cleaners. Let me tell you. It lasted about two trips around the house and then it's sitting underneath a bench in the kitchen. It hasn't, I haven't seen it running since. Because basically it gets, you know, it chases the dog around. The dog don't like it too much. The moose don't like the robotic vacuum cleaner. No, do you, you don't like the live vacuum cleaner, but put a robotic one with no person attached to it. It really freaks them out. You got to switch out the batteries, and batteries are expensive. I mean, yeah, who it's, needs it's a, a robotic it's a pain vacuum in the ass robotic. Right? That's why you get married, right? The wife got a vacuum. The wife's got the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> part of her dowry. No, really? You're looking at me like. We're going we're gonna to end. Keep going, Paul. We're going to end with that, Paul. That's our happy uh, ending. We should not end the with that happy ending. The Roomba Burglar is our happy ending. And you know what, Paul? That does it for us on this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. Good night, folks.